Welcome to the Forging Better Humans podcast. I am your host. Uh, we are no longer in Ocala, Florida. I don't know if you've noticed, but our uh, studio has changed a bit. We are in a really cool... Uh, when they say this thing was built? 19-something? It was 18, but then 19... 18-something... From 1904. 1904. Something like that. Firehouse here in Lynchburg, Virginia. It's been renovated and now it's an Airbnb. So they've got a lot of really cool shit in here. Fire poles, um, hose drying racks, like really cool stuff. Um, That's not what the podcast is about, but it's a really cool venue. So I thought it's kind of like give it a little love. It's uh, the Firehouse venue, Firehouse 4 venue in Lynchburg, Virginia. If you're ever interested in staying at a really unique spot in Lynchburg, this is a cool spot. Um, We are here for a uh, jiu-jitsu competition. As you know, Iron Legion, Strength and Combat, uh, the combat side of what we do is jiu-jitsu. I'm a big fan of jiu-jitsu. Recently started it a year and a half, maybe two years ago. I love it. my buddies here in Virginia started a competition. American Combat Club started a competition here in Virginia, and we came up to compete in it. Super fun. Um, I brought Alex up and a couple of other folks, but Alex was one of the main competitors on the floor as long as my as along with myself. And Alex, this was probably one of your. You've competed in a couple things, but not a big like going out and compete all the time type kind of guy. You just started in jujitsu, and this is I would say probably one of the most aggressive competitions you've ever jumped into. And I think you did really well, but uh, I'd like to hear your experience. Um, What did you think about the the event uh, overall? Just talking on the jujitsu perspective, we'll get into all the other outside stuff, but like on the jujitsu side, what did you think? Definitely the, with the rule sets being what they consider absolute being no weight class, you're basically put to any, you know, anyone and everyone, so I was put up against a guy who had what easily 40, oh, 50 yeah, pounds yeah. ahead of me. Yeah. Definitely would have been in your weight class. And I was definitely, definitely yeah. like two to three weight classes it ahead of me. It was an actual fight. An actual fight. Very um, yeah. It felt a little more pressure than you, but definitely felt like fighting you. And I just tried my hardest to fight against him, try to work my game and <clears throat> try to get to the you know, the full guard and worked from there. And I fought off, fought off every attacks that he had. He said he went for Kimuras, he went for arm bars and I had fought those off and he defended all of them. I walked. defended all of them yeah. until he just went for a, call, a simple collar choke. And, you know, I tried to manage hands where I could try to defend the collar choke. And I had to get, you know, give up something to, to completely defend his attack and but when you give a, a defense you know you give up controlling of one thing you have to go f- to defense and that's where he got me on the, the collar choke yeah i would say from watching from the outside as well as a lot of other competitors that were there you gave a hell of a fight man. thanks like a lot of good training your coaches were proud of you like a lot of the guys around the ring were proud of you um even the guy that you fought with today we sat around a fire today it wasn't a fire it was actually a rockabilly concert out in the woods of uh, Lynchburg, Virginia, and you hung out with the dude that you competed with. Yeah. Right? The guy that beat you, but you hung out, you guys are friends. Became, you know, yeah. became friends. Chill. And just were able to just talk, and yeah. talk and hang out. So, like, that's the thing about jiu-jitsu. Like, you learned. You didn't lose. Mm, yeah. Right? So, 
your competition experience was, I made a joke. You were just like, oh man, you know, I got beat, but I'm like, did you get beat? I mean, are you going to quit jujitsu? No, no, we're not going to quit jujitsu. Like we're going to continue to go. So it's more of a, uh, if you were quitting, sure. You got beat. That's, that's what a lot of pussies do. They decide that like, Hey, you know, I lost. So I think I'm going to fucking quit this. Cause I'm not good at it. Bullshit, man. Like you learn, you find out what your things are. You, if you have to write them down, but you start drilling that type of shit, you get better at those things and you go back to competition for, and you do it again and you continue to do it until you don't get shut down and then you start to win. So like, um, I can see that heart and that desire in you. And that's one of the reasons why I brought you up here. There's not a lot of people that are cut out for this kind of shit, but I feel like you're one of them. So, um, let's talk about like when we got here, one of the first things that we did was, uh, going up on the mountains and yeah. Blue Ridge. Right. And we went and found a stream. It was all of us, the American combat club guys, uh, a bunch of guys from here in Lynch- Lynchburg. And we went out and, uh, found a stream, super cold water. What we do. And we just hung out in the waterfall, kind of like a baptism before like war. Baptism before war. Everyone got, you know, multiple times to dunk under the, the waterfall, you know, hung out a couple seconds under the waterfall, take it in, breathe it in, and then venture down further down the, the waterfall, found a couple different like little pools to hang out and do some Wim Hof breathings while you're completely submerged in the, in the water. and Super cold water. Super cold water. and Yeah. Just the to hang out, kind of decompress beforehand, enjoy the, enjoy nature and everyone was spiritual about it. You know, before we start, take it all in before we did anything, we just try to like decompress, enjoy our time, hang out, you know, just, just chilling, you know, meet new, the people that we haven't hung out with before from Orlando or some people that we met up here from Virginia definitely to get get to know them talk hang out or you know make make better connections that we have that we already had established with orlando but even make those even tighter so that was that was a gun a good thing to just let loose hang out have fun it was great yeah well i mean it was good to like it's kind of like you're if you've ever been to lynchburg it's surrounded by Appalachia. So like you're, there's woods everywhere. And when you're downtown, it's just big old brick buildings. I mean, the town, the city's really super old and it's just got this really cool feel to it. So when you're out in a mountain situation like that, it had a, um, like a cleansing feel of it. Just like get rid of all the modern world, all of its trappings, all of its bullshit. Right. And you're just sitting underneath a mountain stream, just like smashing in your face. And it's just, it's just cleansing. Right. So like you could actually go into the the event free. Right. And then that's the way the property that we were competing on has that feel. Right. So the temples on the top of a hill, you're kind of making the whole pilgrimage up there. You're going up there to fight and like there's a big honor piece to it, all that type of stuff. And you're in the middle of the fucking woods and it just has this like great masculine feel to the whole thing. Everybody's just getting at it. And like it was super fucking cool. So like having that cleansing ritual beforehand, I thought was really cool. Really neat. And so like. But you grab that right off the path, right off the rip. You're like, that was yeah. fucking cool shit. And also the, the the gym not having any power added into oh, it, yeah, the being storm. even more more savage. Like I don't say savage, but more primitive. It felt just opening the doors. It's like natural light. The wind coming in as is, and it just got uh, you know it got hot because there's no more wind coming in. Yeah. There weren't the fans weren't running. Yeah. So it made it even more. I forgot about just that. yep. 
Yeah, exactly right. Same so brutal. It made it more temperament, very like surreal. You know, even though when we got done with our stuff and watching the other belts compete, it felt even more. We were in it because even more than you would say, IBJJF comp like at Pans or Worlds, where you're sitting on the bleachers in an air conditioned building and watching people compete. And like, no, it's like it's your feet away from. And sometimes, like, we watch from the blue belt or the purple belt finals right on the edge of the mats. Yeah, that was cool as shit. Like, we were watching as close as we could. Like there's some music playing and we're watching it. There's nothing else going on. It's just them competing. Absolute. There's, you know, there's nothing else added to it. There's no, there's no fans. There's no lights. There's nothing else going on. It's just them. And other fighters. And fighters. Yeah. There's just them going to war. Middle of the fucking woods, man. Going to war. Yeah. And it was, it was, that was like part of the most surreal part of it. it was like, we're trying to like, because it's such a small, small venue about size of our normal mats. And you're trying to like, you're peeking around with other people. There's, there's a squat rack that I was kind of hanging on. And like, I'm trying to like look through other people's between people's heads, like other people's arms, this people's equipment. I'm trying to like look through to just try to get a glimpse of what is going on. Yeah. And then like they would move the other side and I couldn't see it anymore. So I'm like, I, I wish there was like mirrors on the other side of the, of the building so I could see what's going on, but there wasn't. So I kind of like wait and see. Maybe they like roll back more towards the the other side of the the mats to where I could see it more. And it felt, you know, it felt more, more real, a lot more tighter, you know, that this is it. Like, this is like, this is what it should be. This is fighting combat sports. Right. More than the grand stage you see in IBJJF of, you know, these grandstands, everything else. All the other things were just all so organized. You felt, you felt more disconnected because it's like, it's your coach is on the edge of the mats and that's it. And your, your friends and family are, you know, 20, 30 feet away, 10 feet up on these grandstands. You may be able to hear them. You may not be able to. Right. But when you have your friends and your family, like, 10 feet from you you have your we had our coach terry you know coaching me i had we had mitch coaching me we had other coach like other people other black belts trying to like feed into it mainly focus on what terry's telling me because he's our, our main coach right trying to coach me through it and it felt a lot more closer him telling me exactly what to do and i can hear my com- opponent's people coaching him at the same time you know trying to tell him keep going keep going keep going terry telling me to do this do this do this a lot more than you just hear you know faint cheering it was dead silent it was just the coaches cornering their fighters yeah which makes it i don't know way more of a solid experience i would like to know how you both prepared for this weekend is that a question that's going to be on the podcast? Yes. Okay. What did we say, like a month or so, month and a half? Yeah, so I started probably, yeah, probably two months A week before. or two. I was, a week or two I before I did. signed up for it. And then um, we were digging. Uh, I, I jumped into fight camp with Terry, uh, our black belt, co- belt, black belt coach. And uh, he had a 
program he wanted to put me on was you know different style of fight camp he's like you're gonna fucking hate it he says you're gonna think you're only getting fucking worse but at the end you're gonna be getting better you won't even really realize it so i started in a fight camp and i fucking hated the first couple weeks i really didn't like it um but i don't really like a lot of my training i just fucking do it uh because i have goals so and i'm goal driven so i want to get fucking better so yeah it sucks maybe a little bit but i'm gonna dig so i started digging i started getting into it and i'm still rolling with alex and uh alex is a badass motherfucker and he's getting better and better and better at jiu-jitsu all the time and i was like start fucking training so he walked in and i was like two weeks after i'd already been doing fight camp right i was already i was already i just i just self-volunteered to start hitting up the extra rounds we started doing what four five minute rounds like the first week and then it instantly went to five five minute rounds and i self-volunteered to do the extra rounds with you yeah even without knowing that I was going to go because I just want to get better. So, and when we confirmed that I was, you know, I can go, I got the the time off from work and, and then it was like, it was all hell broke loose. It was just, Terry's like, all right, both of you are doing five, five minute rounds and, you know, rolling like other people from the gym and Joe picked up time, picked up extra rounds as much as he could cause to get better. And, and you know, that's, that's great. Allie picked up times when she could. Other people that had started coming, you know, Jacob and and everyone else started picking up extra extra rounds. Terry kind of like scheduled us to like stay out on the mats while other people were still getting their their three minutes, three five-minute rounds like normal classes. You know, try to like give them some time off and let other people – come in you know sub substitute in while we're still rolling and he never let us up giving us time to you know push us i did a couple rounds with joe just flow you know flow rolling nothing like super crazy for an hour on a couple times roll with terry for 30 minutes straight which is you know insane which most people will hardly ever do in their normal hobbyist you know, career, like you say, career for jujitsu, just being a hobbyist, maybe showing up once or twice a week. They're never, ever going to go for 30 minutes straight against a black belt. Right. That's going to put the pressure on you like Terry did on me. And he's like, no white, white belt should be able to push that much pressure on you for that long within the five to 10 minutes. Which would be a normal round, which this which weekend reflected into that because yeah. you were able to just maintain, maintain, <laughs> yeah, and, and listen, you know, to my opponent. Like he told me, he's like, "Dude, you just you just survived. Like you just kept holding on the whole time." I, you know, I never let up against them. He never let you know let up against me, but I still held on, did my own, did what I, you know. A little bit of training, a little bit of surviving, just to try to you know fight off everything that he, every advancement that he did for his game. I was trying to like slowly work into mine because you know my game's a little bit more slower, methodical, technical. So, methodical. so like I would say, and there's one of the conversations I had with Terry before we came to this fight was um, fight camp signing up for this as far as the iron legion jiu-jitsu program that we have going it uh it leapfrogged our program it leapfrogged all of our students mm-hmm. because yeah we were training traditional jiu-jitsu a little bit here a little bit there that type of shit but like once fight camp happened 
everybody got the benefit of Viking. Yeah. Everybody did. So like Joe, Alec, all of them, all of them got to jump in and get a real taste of what it takes to really train to be the fucking best. And I can tell you one thing, a lot of our guys talked about right before we left. They're like, Hey man, good luck. All this kind of shit. Um, and all good stuff. He's like, but when we get back, everyone, it's like when we get back, they don't want to go back to three times. No, they want to, they they want want to, to keep roll up five fucking five times. times. They want to roll more. They want to like everything that we've been doing. We don't want to stop because like it's gotten us to where we are right now. Like, yeah, we've had a blue belt, a couple of blue belts come into our season and we've had our white belts fucking whack their ass. So like, this is real shit guys. Like the stuff that we're learning from ACC from American combat club, it's translating really well into our real world thing. And we're going out into a competition world showing it. So like, um, these guys, when we come back from competition, they want to keep going with like that style of training. They fucking love it. So like, I'm all about it. So like, let's keep fucking doing it. So yeah, it's excellent fucking weekend uh, all in all like there were concerts afterwards we did a badass fucking late night uh, by the fucking round barrel fires uh, just rock concert late at night in the ruins down in, at, at my buddy's place and then the next day was a rockabilly concert just chilling just today that was today, today, today. today. we've had a couple of beers and <laughs> uh, just hanging out and just chilling afterwards and like guys that were fighting yesterday were just chilling and drinking beers with each other today. Com- the camaraderie was as fucking as, amazing, right? As you don't, you know, and that's, and that's what you want. You want the guys that like that beat each other to turn around and shake each other's hands, give, give hugs. And then to have fun the rest of the weekend afterwards, you know, yesterday being Saturday, hanging out, having beers, enjoying time, you know, guys that had never met each other, right? Having full on conversations, you know, what's your life, this and that. And then today, so yesterday it was after our the competition, Coach Terry did a, a seminar. And then we had some other coaches do uh Greg Walsh out of Wolf Brigade did some did some seminar. And then it was like, all right, you know, go home or go back, have dinner and come back and, you know, party. And then same thing today. Uh Coach Don did a did a seminar, you know, did everything else. We did some live rollings, you know, break, go for lunch, come back and, you know, hang out. A little more relaxed feeling, but same thing. People people that we rolled against pick right back up. Hey man, how's it going? This and that. How are you feeling? You know, and you break down your your matches, what you saw, what you know, from the outside and and people that competed breaking, you know, talking about it. So yeah. To have that that camaraderie of it's not like the full on competitions where you just like absolutely hate the person and you you just bump fist fight get you know whoever's hand get raised is and then that's it and you walk off and you don't want to ever see each other again. Right, right. This was this definitely f- pushed you to get to that the competition and then turn around and have the, like you know the brotherhood of talk and you know go over things and definitely build on your game or whatever just to to have that that connection you know then you would normally have a normal competition where you may never see a person again because they're maybe from a different country here it's different states but you definitely felt a tighter connection yeah oh i agree i mean i can't tell you how many crossfit competitions that i've been to and i never talked to the people that were in my division right so like they're faceless 
you're competing against them. They're there. They're on the floor with you. They're digging. But like, I never had a conversation with them. Maybe one or two on the floor after the fact, after we've, we've competed, right? Even Olympic weightlifting in my Olympic weightlifting career, not much different. Like in the warm up pits and different things like that, I'd have casual conversations, different things afterwards. But like when you're doing a jujitsu or grappling competition and you're in somebody's personal space and you are like fucking attached to that person for five fucking minutes less or more right there's things that you learn about yourself there's things that that person learns about themselves and we want to fucking talk about that like as a team because together at this comp we weren't all going to war to kill each other we're all wanting to get fucking better at our skills that's what this whole fucking thing was about so like we can sit down afterwards and talk about like here's where this was and here's what I wanted to do. And it didn't happen like that. And it's kind of cool because you would have never have done that with any of the other kind of competitions, but this is so much more of a human connection where you're like, you and I just fought. And now I want to sit down and drink a fucking beer and talk about it. How fucking cool is that? Here's, here's, it's, it's the, the, here's where you messed up. Here's why I messed up. Yeah. Yeah. You know, afterwards, like breaking things down, like, you know, and that's, and that's, you know, what we, strive for is to have that camaraderie to be able to do that instead of just blowing each other off and you don't know right who who it was that you're going against here it's like i know half the guys names even though i never went on the mat like actually fought against them but i knew most like half the guys names in my belt division another like quarter of the guys in the next couple belts of, of above us i knew their names you know, knew where they come from, this right. and that. So it was like, you know, to have that is, is a lot better than just the, hey, you know, you just bump, you know, slap hands and, and go at it and then like never see the person again. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, all in all, completely different experience. Really fucking cool. Um, still vibing a little bit. Still oh, yeah. a little bit left. So we're still waiting on some of the boys to get back from the land. And then we'll probably drink a few more beers here at our awesome uh firehouse venue i really wish we could take this podcast through this whole thing it's like two levels crazy uh cool spot but um but yeah all in all great fucking weekend alex i feel like you had a great time would you do it again i would do it again in a fucking second right as soon as they say like hey we're doing this again next year sign us up do it again yes and and hopefully we have the to be able to this becomes a a more regular what would you say i want to say like tournament style from other other competitions that be able to host at other places, the boys are to have the same yeah. style other places, and I'll sign up for those. But definitely to come back here next year would be amazing. Minutes where we can snatch up Terry for a second. Yeah, we have Terry. <laughs> you want to be on a podcast? Yes. It's- you want to? Yeah, we're on right now. This is Coach Terry. He's our uh, black belt coach from ACC. He just walked in. He's been out uh, hanging out uh, at the land, saying all the goodbyes that we didn't do because we came in here to do a little bit of work. But uh, come on in, Don. Don's another coach. So we have Don's a black belt coach with American Combat Clubs, worked with us a few a few times. Terry, too. Your black belt brothers got promoted on the same day. Black belt brothers. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. Mm. So we were getting ready to wrap up, but you guys walked in, so we're going to just a couple more minutes, if you don't mind. Yeah. Um, experience. What do you think about the – we were talking about Alex's fight, the whole experience overall, like um, – 
training. We talked about how terrible of a coach you were. Uh, okay, that part was a joke. But uh, yeah, so like, what was your experience? This is the first time you've been up here too. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, I mean, overall, it was a good experience. Uh, you know, they, they built up a whole community here that's um, all about uplifting each other because they understand that uh, taking the people from the bottom and building them up is only going to raise them up, you know. Um, and that's the same thing that we do at our Legion, the same thing we do at American Combat Club. Um, you know, like you like to say, 40 better humans, right? Um, and. That's that was the point of the entire thing. Um, it was for a lot of those guys. It was an in-house tournament. Obviously, they're local. They live here, right? And it was an opportunity for them to bring uh, three separate communities together um, from you know, uh, quite literally, like hundreds and hundreds of miles. Away. A lot of we, yeah. Uh, drove what 12 hours total, I think, to get up here, yeah, uh, almost 800 miles. Um, but uh, you know, the the next level hospitality and uh, just the events period from you know the the grappling event to the live music to um, you know, just the camaraderie and everything was uh, that absolutely amazing, super unique, right? And you've done a lot of fights. Yeah, yeah, I've, I've yeah. traveled to different countries. I've uh, traveled all over the U.S. to compete and uh, teach, and um, you know, this was uh, stood out completely for sure. Yeah, very cool event. Very cool event. So, coming back, oh, hundred percent. Oh, fuck yeah, fuck yeah, definitely want to come back. So, we had a great time here. Uh, these guys just got in. They're probably all wanting to get in the shower. I think a couple of us probably need to do the same. So uh, we're going to cut this a little bit short. But wanted to talk about our experience in uh, Lynchburg, Virginia, and obviously get Alex on here because he fought his ass off on the mats. And I think that you guys need to see that. Um, the dude really did really well. I'm proud of him. Terry's proud of him. The whole group's really proud of the stuff that Alex did. Um, you know, kicked ass out there, man. So, uh and I like hearing your side of the story as to like how it went when you yeah. came up here. So like I've told people a few times before when I've come up to Virginia, it's a fucking unique time, man. You really want to come. And you took me up on it and here we are. And you found out that that's exactly the case. So glad you came up. Thanks for coming on the podcast, Terry. Yeah. And Alex. And that was the, right the last minute. Yeah, right. <laughs> the last minute. Forging Better Humans podcast. I don't know which number. And we will see you in the future. <laughs> I gotta make money somehow.